a response there. The Lord strong and mighty. That means you've known him on your previous level or on the level that you're on. But at every level, you meet God in a whole new way. At every level, you will meet God in a whole new way. So now, so now when you say, who is the king of glory? You may be on a previous level and I knew him back there. I knew what he did for me back there. I knew he got me out of trouble back there. I knew he lifted me up back there. But now I'm facing a new devil. Where does devil come from? My God. He said he left giants in the land. Didn't he, Pastor? And now I'm, I'm facing a new devil. I ain't never seen the likes of this before. But see, now when God shows up with you and shows up for you in this new place, there's going to be a new name that you're going to be able to call on the name of your God. There's going to be a revitalization. There's going to be a revival in you. Because he met you in a new way. Welcome to another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. You have entered into the Fortress of Solitude, where you'll find anything but the norm. We are not from the norm. We are superheroes dropped from another planet. Join me as we go to this clip. If, if we're telling you stuff and, it, and it's something like a shock and, and, and oh, I didn't know that you then something's telling me that, that there's something, there's gotta be some kind of adjustment somewhere because God is a God of confirmation. Back in the day, we had, you know, kings had prophets. And, you know, they had to find out, okay, I'm gonna go up against this enemy. Shall I go up or shall I relent? They went and they went to the prophet to tell them these things. But now we are in a place that they said that my spirit shall pour out on all flesh and your daughters shall um, prophesy, your young men shall dream dreams. So you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. So Such and such said this to me, Lord. Could you clarify that for me? But if that's not the case, and you're getting the word of God secondhand all the time, some adjustment needs to be done. I said it before. I said, nobody's going to go get the word if I can't depend on anybody to get the word. What if they tired that day? They don't feel like getting up. They're tired. They worked hard. They don't want to get the water for me. What am I going to do then? word for myself. I understand we're part of the body of Christ and there's, you know, there's checks and balances in the body of Christ. That's why we're together because God won't have you going off on a tangent. You know, you get like Elijah sitting out in the dust somewhere and say, I'm the only one. Oh God. They've all lifted up their eyes to Baal and I'm the only prophet left. You know, he ain't going to have you going there. So he leaves his men and women of God in the body of Christ so that you have balance. If you got 20 prophets coming to you and saying, uh-uh-uh, then it's uh-uh-uh. How could 20 of them come to you and say such and such? And you want to go run the opposite way. So we have balance, amen? amen? So this is the year of acceleration. This is the year that your baby is being positioned head down. If you have gone through a whole lot of pain this year, if you have gone through a lot of 
of that pressure and the, 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 the contractions, then you are being positioned. Who's been going through? Who's being positioned? Who's being positioned? Who's being positioned for something, for something great? I heard somebody say, pressed out for another level. You gotta start to understand the code. There's earthly language and there's heavenly language. So let's break down the code. Oh, I've been going through such and such happening. Oh my goodness, this thing happened to me. Nobody's negating it. We understand the pain. I'm going through some pain too. But you're being pressed out for another level. That is the translation. Amen? So let's look at the baby. In Daniel, Daniel had a vision of a man. In the third year, Daniel 10. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel who was called Belshazzar. Its message was true and it concerned the great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotions at all until the three work weeks were over. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up, and there before me was a man dressed in linen, with a belt of the finest gold around his waist. His body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning. Daniel was having an encounter with the Lord. He had pressed into some things. He was being, he was another one that was getting pressed out for another level. And he was pressing into some stuff with God. Amen? Amen. Something, you know, I, I've always read this scripture, but this year the Lord opened up something to me. And I'm gonna keep reading. It says, I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. The men with me did not see, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. So I was left alone gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deathly pale. I was helpless, then I heard him speaking, and as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep, and my face to the ground, and, my hand, and a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, damn you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the works I am about to speak to you, and stand up, for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued. Hmm. Going further in the verse 15, while, I was, while he was saying this to me, I bowed with my face toward the ground and was speechless. Then one who looked like a man touched my lips and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing before me, I am overcome with anguish because of the vision, my Lord, and I am helpless. How can I, your servant, talk with you, my Lord? My strength is gone, I can hardly breathe. Again, the one who looked like a man touched me and gave me strength. Do not be afraid, oh man, highly esteemed. <laughs> Again, he says, highly esteemed. He said, peace, be strong now, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened, and I said, speak, my Lord, since you have given me strength. Thank you, Jesus. This is the year that you will be accelerated in the following things. 
I have gone over, I've read that scripture, and in every passage that I read, the Lord has shown, this is the year that you will be accelerated in sight, sound, speech, strength, and favor. When you have not seen, you will see. When you have not heard, you will hear. When you have not been able to speak or communicate those things that have been in your heart effectively to someone else that they can get it, that they can understand it, that you are not a stumbling block or something in the way of communicating that thing, that which is in you, to them. We're talking speech. A lot of us speak in tongues. That's wonderful. But you can't understand my tongues. I'm speaking without understanding when I speak that way. Paul said, I, I wish that you would prophesy more over speaking tongues. There's a place for that. I'm not bashing speaking in tongues. I'll speak in tongues before anybody else. I'll speak in tongues because that's my gift. God gave that to me and I will not negate it. But to speak effectively, to communicate, to, to learn what God is saying to you, and to understand that the gifts are for the edifying of the saints. So when the Lord gives you a gift and shows you a thing in the word, it blesses you. It gets you over some things. It gets you through for some things. It gets you under some things. But now the Lord says that word was not only for you, but it was for someone else. So you are meant to be a blessing to someone else. You are meant for that thing that was inside of you to spill out and spill over and spill to everybody you come in contact with. My God, whether they realize it or not, I should be able to come and brush up against you and just keep walking and all of a sudden you just feel this thing jumping up in your spirit. You don't even know what happened. We ought to get to a place where even Peter, it says Peter's shadow. <laughs> when the shadow passed over, blinded eyes saw, the lame walked, sick was healed. So the stuff that's going on on the inside of you is not only for you, but it's for you to be a testimony to the next person. If you got a song in your heart, it's for you to bless somebody with that song. Yeah, bless, bless. If you got a word in your heart, yeah. if you got an exhortation in your heart where you just you just bubbling over with this thing and you're like, my God, you can't hold it. You're like Jeremiah said, Lord God, these words, this word is like fire. Shut up in my bones and I am I am weary of holding it. Indeed, I cannot. And it ought to get to that place. My God, my God. And we ought to get to a place that we're, 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 we're stirring up, amen? No church as usual. Revival. 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 That you're so long, you're so beaming. I may not be the most educated person in the world. I may not have sat in seminary. I may not have gotten, you know, all this wonderful thing that the next person got, but my God, I love you. Is there anybody that can tell about your love? Is there anybody that I can just come to them and tell them about the name of Jesus Christ that saved my soul? It's about a passion for God. 
Mama Shaya Holora. This ought to be, and it is, a training center. Not a place that you come and you fill up, and you come back and you fill up, you come back and you fill up, come back and fill out, but then there's nobody to pull out. There's no point out. You know, a great man of God said once that, the, that, that we're like clouds. If you look at the clouds and you observe the clouds, the clouds are joined and then sometimes they break off. You look at the cloud, they break off from one cloud and they join the next. Then there's clouds that you can see that they're just, they're just bursting. For the last couple of weeks I kept saying, Where's the rain? It rained recently, but beforehand, all we saw was cloudy skies. Oh my God. And I have flowers that I'm planted, and I wanted it to rain. I was like, listen, I don't want to spend the money on my own water. I, you know, if it's going to be clouds, show me, you know, let's have some water. Save me some money. Amen. <laughs> but we have this time that the clouds begin to, they, they, they begin to um, swell. They swell, and they swell, and they swell, and they swell some more. But then there's a time that the clouds cannot hold what's in it, and they begin to pour out. And we are depicted as clouds. You're going to burst forth. <laughs> so your models will take out pen and paper and take some notes that when I do burst pour forth, let me build, you know, let me just do it in, in God's timing or his track. And you're going to burst forth at some point. That's right. We were not creatures meant just taking and taking, taking, but we were meant to pour out, pour out, pour out. And some of the things that we have gone through deals with some of the stuff that's going on on the inside of us also. Because you gotta understand, we're containers. We're containers for God's glory. So if there's too much stuff in there, and he can't pour his glory into me, he gotta get some of that stuff out. So that he can pour in his glory. So sometimes some of the pain that you do go through, you may not understand it. And it's not God saying, oh, you was a bad man and a bad woman. No, he's not saying that. God's understanding, he's so higher than us. He's so, he's so much wiser than us. He is the, he is the potter and we are the clay. We are the clay. And when those hands are shaping and molding us and cutting certain places off, I mean, we don't understand that. It's pain. And you cry out and say, Lord, was it something I did? It's not something you did, but it's something I'm going to do because I see the finished work in you already. I see the finished work in you. You know, God's not, he's not whipping you and beating you. He's not doing that. He's shaping it. It feels like you're being whipped and beaten. Don't let anybody tell you you're getting whipped and beaten because that's not my God. But I want you to get a picture of his hands on you, shaping, shaping his masterpiece. Y'all are his masterpiece. And then when it feels like you can't take no more, guess what? The degrees of the oven go up and you're put into the oven to bake. Isn't that how they make pottery? And then he take you out again and he put some kind of varnish on you and you go back into the oven again. Amen? So I just wanted to, to share a little bit about the fact that, yes, we have gone through some pain, but I want you to understand what they are. The code of heaven says what? They are contractions. When we hear contractions, contractions is a good thing. When you see a woman go into 
uh, the hospital and go into her birthing room, and she has 10 women passing her by that went from the, you know, from the waiting room all the way to the labor room, back to the recovery room, and she's still sitting there. Contraction sound like, starts to sound like a good thing because she wants, to, she wants the thing to, to be over. She wants to birth her baby. So when they say, okay, the contractions are getting, you know, they're getting shorter and you're, you're you know, um, um, you know the, the movement is happening, there's some things happening there that, you know, the baby's gonna be pushed out. You start to get happy. God wants us to be exceedingly glad. I know this may sound weird, but just think about a woman in labor. She don't wanna sit there and say, okay, I'm just gonna stay with the baby, forget the pain, I can't go through the pain. She's ready for the contraction. She says, bring it on. You got to me some drugs or something, that's fine, you know, I'll take that just to ease the pain, but bring on, bring it on, because they know at the end of that, she's gonna be holding her baby. Oh yeah. So when you begin to feel the pain, and you begin to feel all of these different things, I want you to begin to think. Don't think of them as something that is meant to kill you, something that's meant to, 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 to bring you down. It's something that God is gonna turn around for your good. The enemy meant for it for your demise. He meant for it for your destruction, but God turns around and brings it to good. Know the code of heaven. means you're being pressed out for another level. Thank you, Jesus. So when we look at the baby, we see the fact that the Lord is going to give you accelerated sight in places that you could not see. Why did he give us, why did he show us that scripture? I believe it was in Joel. You'll feel correct me in this wrong. But when he says, I poured out my spirit on all flesh, Joel, poured out my spirit on all flesh, that you will dream dreams and see visions. Why would he say that and you not, we not experience those things? Amen? It's because the physical is too, you're too inundated with the physical. We're not looking at the spiritual. That's the reason why the Lord has to wait till you're on your bed, you're knocked out before he can even talk to you. Because your mind is in the way. This is the reason why we dream dreams. Amen? If you're knocked out on your bed, then guess what? You're out of the way. Your mind is out of the way. All the stuff that's going on in the day is out of the way. The husband's out of the way. The wife's out of the way. The kids are out of the way. All the people that ticked you off is out of the way. And he's able to talk to you on your bed. We just got to get the code to interpret what we dreamt. And that's another preaching. It's the code. We're too inundated with earthly codes. We getting caught up in what the earth is getting caught up recession and all this nonsense, all of these different things. We are kingdom kids. You show me where it says the kingdom is in a recession. We're supposed to have multiple streams of income coming to us day and night that our gates will never be uh, shut or closed. It's in the world. I walk by faith and not by sight. But guess I have to lift up my eyes 
Let's get back to the word. What does it mean to lift up your eyes? What does it mean to lift yourself up? We see that the baby, accelerated sight, accelerated sound, where you have not heard, you will begin to hear. Where you have not heard him, and guess what? I know that we've all, you know, we've all heard the Lord, but there's bigger dimensions, there's deeper depths and there's higher heights. Please, 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 please do never get comfortable where you are and never get familiar with the Holy Spirit. He don't deserve that. Don't get familiar with the Holy Spirit. It, you know, it should, my praise should come to a place where it's not necessarily where he is kind of like in my back pocket and I say, okay, Holy Spirit, but now that I'm available to him, Amen. not so much that he's available to me, Amen. that when I get up and pray, oh, this Lord, and huh, huh. You know, and the waters are going to fall, and Lord, oh, anoint this message. And, I, and, and, and when I want you, you're there. But then when you call it on me, where am I? Mm. Where everybody's in their bed sleeping. Early in the morning before the sun even come up. And you're asking me to get up and pray. And you're asking me to turn down my plate because you're telling me that the, the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink. So, you know, that's part of it. I'm turning down my plate and I'm doing different things. Why? Because I'm lifting myself up to the hills. It's more than, a, than, than just coming in here and doing the action of lifting up and then the rest of the week God's trying to tell you something and you ain't hearing it. It's, 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 a, it's a continual lifting up. It's a continual, I'm lifting up my countenance onto you, Lord. So this is the baby. You will be having a time where you did not see before, now you will see. Where you did not hear before, now you will hear. Where you weren't that eloquent of speech, now you will speak. Because it's important to effectively speak so that I am not in the way of what God is trying to communicate. You will have strength. I'm not going to go back to the scripture. Y'all can go back and look for yourself. But did, that, did not Daniel say, I was trembling and I had no strength? And he said, how can I even talk with you? Because my strength is gone. And the angel they, they took him and he touched him and his strength was regained. And he said, be strong. And he said it a few times. He said, he reiterated. He said, be strong. You're going to have strength where you had no strength before. Where, you're, where you're, there was no really no muscle mass in those areas. You had muscle in one area, and you're so strong and perfected in that area, you see. And that's your comfort zone because you know what? That's how I've gone forth. But now there's some places that's a bit weak. The muscle is not there. And he was switching and he's shifting some things on you. And now he's asking you to step out in this area. What? But I'm, I'm used, this is, what I'm, this is what I do here. I do this, Lord. No, I understand that. But I'm asking you to do this. There was a time that I, you know, I was with a ministry and, and they were about to, you know, blow up and go into, you know, uh, making CDs and, you know, going into studio time. And I said, wonderful, this is what I do. I love to sing. I love to sing, Lord. Oh my God, I'm gonna be on a CD, woo! Yes, God. And I was happy. You know what God said to me? it's time for you to leave that place. I said, why? This was the place. This is it. He says, because I didn't call you to sing. I called you to preach. And I never picked up a, mo a microphone before and said anything to anyone. And he said, I called. See, my, my muscles were weak in that area. You see? You were weak in that area. 
We gotta come out of the places that were so comfortable to us. They're comfortable because it's natural to be comfortable there because that is your strength. You're strong there. But God is asking us to do just a little shifting. And he doesn't do it as a big leap. He does it as a step of faith. One step of faith after the other. So that's the baby. You will also have his favor because it says Daniel, there's a scripture, there's a part that he says, Daniel, oh highly esteemed, you who are so highly esteemed, and he said it twice. You're going to have the favor of God and the favor of man. And I'm grabbing onto these things for myself. I don't know about nobody else, but hello. <laughs> My God, I need his favor. Because where I don't have money, I have his favor. So that the door's open for me to make the money. You get what I'm saying? I need his favor. I need his favor. I need his favor, and I need him to give me favor with man. Because he will connect me. He will give me divine connections. Things that I could not do for myself. That's why the Lord believes in networking, amen? So you have the evidence of the baby inside you. It feels like the kick in the movement, but you have to take a look into the baby's face. It's time to look into the baby's eyes. It's time to hold the baby. So the thing that is required of you, there's some things that are required of Church of God, there are some things that are required of you. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory can come in. Who is the King of glory? Who is the King of glory? See, I got a response there. The Lord strong and mighty. That means you've known him on your previous level or on the level that you're on. But at every level, you meet God in a whole new way. At every level, you will meet God in a whole new way. So now, so now when you say, who is the king of glory? You may be on a previous level and I knew him back there. I knew what he did for me back there. I knew he got me out of trouble back there. I knew he lifted me up back there. But now I'm facing a new devil. Where does devil come from? My God. He said he left giants in the land. Didn't he, Pastor? And now I'm, I'm facing a new devil. I ain't never seen the likes of this before. But see, now when God shows up with you and shows up for you in this new place, there's going to be a new that you're going to be able to call on the name of your God. There's going to be a revitalization. There's going to be a revival in you. Because he met you in a new way. It says, who is the king of glory? He's asking a question. Do you know me in this place? Do you know me here? Do you really know me? You knew what I was back to you back then. You knew
Remember, it's when we are willing to step out, possibly fall, possibly fail, but still getting up, still dusting off, still letting go, and still moving on, that we truly find our rites of passage through these doors of success. This has been another recording right here at the Fortress of Solitude where the superhero meets the supernatural. Again, this is K-Star from The Flow. Check back weekly for another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. Have a blessed and prosperous week.